Hello and welcome to episode 399 of How About This? Back in High Fidelity. Yeah. <laughs> Head to the garage, turn the microphones on. Do an introduction, then we play a theme song. Got some random facts and a bit of Carl's list. Jason trying to Google on another episode of How About This? Started as a laugh, it's been going for years. Fun to have a chat and some early morning beers. How about this? Uh, yes, uh, interesting you mentioned that. I don't know how I, in Sweden, ended up with the best sound quality. I on, blame Apple AirPods. That's our, what I blame. Yeah, I, so I think that's what it is because I was coming through. I was just using my laptop uh, microphone. Yeah. Uh, whereas you two oh. are both using well, at some point, Air, AirPods. Oh, Sam, so you've listened. Yes. And you sound good. I sound great. And you two yeah, both sound tin as fuck. I, yeah, oh, we, yeah, we no sound way. terrible. And, and and at one point before the record, the other uh, when I was in Sydney, I had my AirPods out and I was just talking through my microphone and I said, oh, I'll try it with my AirPods. Into a sound any better, and both of you went, "Yeah, great." You sounded fine, like, yeah, and yeah, I was yeah. like, "And I was like, what?" But it was just on the Zoom, like I don't know, I yeah, don't know. through the Zoom, I don't know. But yeah, and then because Rick had better fidelity, anytime he talked over the top of us, just cut us right. Yeah, off. I dominate, <laughs> I dominate. <laughs> well, you were the furthest away, so that's I feel right. like that's good. You had the most to say. Yeah, yeah, I did. and it was the grand. Fi- there'd been a grand final with your team, so yeah. I it was for you. Can I just say three nine nine? I feel like it was three seven five like three weeks ago. That's what happens. Yeah, time like, flies. Yeah, I know we hit that peak. I three. I feel like Rick, you've always said it's three seven five, and yeah. we hit that downhill run. Yeah. Now this one did. This went. Was, this was the quickest little journey of all. I'd yeah, say of all quick. the of all the marches towards a, a, a milestone. This Super one quick. flew by. Yeah, hundred percent. Um, and I hope it flew by for you too, dear listeners. Yeah. Um, as in I, you just skipped the last twenty-five yeah, yeah. episodes, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> or at least skipped through the last one with the titty sound. Yeah. Look, we're in three different cities in the world. I mean, come on. Yeah, you've got to Having celebrate that, it. We, it we, was we, better quality than when we were in our own state mm-hmm. during lockdown. Like there'd be so many like, oh, my thing's frozen. Oh, this is fucked up. And yeah, yeah, yeah. it was less sound quality issues and uh, more internet quality yeah, issues. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> Which, whereas we did pretty good. Different corners of the earth. Yeah. Great. No sweat. Yeah. Oh, Swedish Look, Wi-Fi. Oh, I would have don't, taken don't a, fuck with it. It's I would have taken a good microphone up with me and a, and a soundboard and stuff. But my, my suitcase was chock-a-block full. Yeah. It's like a week of different costumes, oh. different costumes for every night, and a week of clothes. Tricky. Oh, I mean, you I, really have to do your own costume for you? What's that? It's to, for Murder Village, yeah. you have to take your own costume for well, each yeah. night. Well, yeah. I mean, I've do got suits that fit me. you decide your character pre-show? Yeah, yeah. Before the show. Yeah. So before you leave to go to Sydney, you know the characters you're going to do. Yes, yeah. And are they? Does anyone else know, or you just come up with those characters? Uh, well, we we invent the characters in rehearsal. Our rehearsal process oh, so is other basically. People will know that I'm playing on one night. I'll play with this character that Jason does. Yes. Oh, okay. Cool. Yeah. Mm, no. So when we arrive at the theatre, we know what much like uh, Fat City was. You know what character you're playing. Yeah. Uh, you've got a you've got a sense for it. Um, I never really know until the warm-up circle who anyone else is playing. Yeah, like yeah, I sure. just kind of rock up and I might see a list and go, oh, that character, and then kind of forget about it. Yeah. Um, so everyone kind of comes with a, a bit of character on board, which I think brings the brings a bit of – Everyone know, makes good effort with yeah. their costumes. Everyone looks great. Yeah. Do you do you redo those characters during that run? Uh, if they no. don't get murdered. If they don't get murdered, <laughs> yes. But the rule is in Murder Village, if a character gets murdered, they're gone forever. So you can grow to love a character, and then once it's killed, it's done. Mm. Um, And so, and and speaking of Murder Village, we just got a remount award. We got the Sydney Fringe remount award, which is uh, which is the award that 
has us has them uh, facilitate a new season in Sydney. It's so a show pl- that just keeps going, like keep, strength to strength. I'd yeah. say Murder Village. Like it's it's on at the Fringe Festival at the moment, Melbourne yeah. Fringe Festival. And while everyone's complaining about how hard it is to get audiences, Fringe Festival sucks. Murder yeah. Village is just like selling out. Sold out tonight. But- sold out tomorrow night. It could not be the Fringe Festival, and they could be doing a run of shows like they are now, yeah. or you are now. It's its own little and ecosystem. It still be selling out. Yeah, it's like it's not in the Fringe Hub. It's still yeah. at the Butterfly Club. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It it just exists in its own thing. It does. It does. So very proud. Uh, a great season. The Fringe does suck. Yes, <laughs> it is shit. How long until there's? I mean, there's a there's Fringe. A, fringe. No, no. I'm with Murder Village. Right. Um, because the show is so popular and goes from strength to strength. Um, obviously there's there's some diehard fans who who come back and see the show over and over again. Yeah. But how long until there's people who come dressed as, as favorite characters? characters. Yeah. So, you yeah. know, detective detective gullets start showing up in the audience. Mm. You know, where are the, the cosplayers start ah, to embrace the show? That's when you know you've 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 gone next level. I know. Well, we have booked the uh the Melbourne Entertainment Center, Jeff yeah. Shed, uh, the entirety. Of it for Murder Village Con. Yeah, go, uh, go big. <laughs> go big or go home. <laughs> Next, I mean, it might cost us a little bit, nah, but you know. Worth it. Uh, uh, yeah. yeah. You gotta, sometimes you just gotta take those risks. Because yeah. uh, when you shoot for the moon, you only get halfway. You're still halfway to the moon. And we also got uh, a nod for best comedy, which is uh, odd for an improv show uh, in, a, in a festival. They don't well. often get a, a nod. So Especially because yeah. it's, it's a dramatic murder mystery. Yeah, oh, yeah, I know. It's not, it's not meant to be funny. At all. We, Murder's never funny. Uh, you did it wrong. <laughs> we did it you wrong. ruined the show. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So, that's... Uh, that was, uh, well it, done. Well done, all involved. Sydney aside. Would it translate to television? I don't know. Right. I mean, there's Murderville, which is uh, on Netflix, uh, which is the Will Arnett um, oh, show. It's kind of a whose line on. is it anyway. Yeah, no, yeah. no, sorry. Oh, thank God you're here-ish you version yeah. Of, yeah. A, of a murder mystery. Yeah. Where the... Detective isn't uh, is improvising. I mean, yes, yeah, it sure. would. Yes, it would translate to television. Would television executives no are not meddle with it to the point of breaking it? No. no. Yeah, sure. Um, would know. they cast improvisers? No. 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 It would be Tommy yeah. Little yeah. and Hamish Blake. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, Hamish Blake would be amazing in oh, Murder yeah. Village. By the yeah. way, oh, yeah. uh, so if be. you are listening, um, oh, hey, man, Hamish Blake you. or management, <laughs> move back to Melbourne. Yeah, get in touch with the with the improvised whodunit people um, at Murder Village, and we were, um, they'll find a slot for you. Over nice. one drunken evening, talking about uh, uh, you know what would happen if Taskmaster was made here in Australia, who we would like to see as host, etc. Mm-hmm. Pops up on my Twitter feed yesterday, mm-hmm. new Australian version of Taskmaster. Wow, with uh, Tom Gleeson uh, as the oh, Taskmaster. Yeah, that makes oh, yeah. sense. Uh, and uh, I can't even remember Charlie, <laughs> someone as the Pickering. Um, not not Pickering. Not, um, not Charlie Clawson. Oh, no, 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 maybe, no maybe it's not Charlie. God damn. Charlie the Wonder Horse? Uh, no, on, Charlie I've the Wonder Dog. Charlie. Charlie the Wonder Dog, yeah, yeah. from Degeneration? Yeah, Charlie like the Wonder Dog. Uh, hang on. Oh, I'm, doing a, I'm doing a dad job here on my phone. Dude. This is terrible work. Dude. It is terrible. Um, anyway. So, look, it's great to be back yeah. in the garage in person. Tom, Tom Cashman. Sorry, Tom Cashman. Oh, Gee, you got everything wrong. I really got everything wrong. I don't know who that is. Yeah, I do. And then the contestants... Julie, Julia Morris. Yes. Nina Oyama. Yes. Luke McGregor. Of course. Jimmy Rees and Danielle Walker. Oh, nice. Are, are, are our contestants. Jimmy Rees has done well in lockdown. Yes. He yes. did a whole TikTok, new thing for himself. Yeah. TikTok and the pandemic certainly uh, gave him more giggle in his step. Yeah. <laughs> 
Uh, so uh, that'll be interesting. Yeah. It's also on Channel 10, and they made a mess of Would I Lie to You, so yeah. uh, let's hope it's yeah. okay. Did they uh, do Would I Lie to You on Channel 10? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was it it was it was not great, and the reason why it wasn't great is the Australian contestants uh, and team captains were so uh, determined not to get caught out in a lie they didn't lean into their lies. You know how in right. in the Britain one they lean into a lie they tell it. Yeah, this this had a an edge of Aussie aggression to it, like oh. I fucking caught you lying, like, and so it was it was it was the, a really odd kind of feeling to it. Mm. Whereas the other one, they seem to embrace their lies yeah. more. They it's a they happy go time. R- they go right over the top. They've also had ten years. Yeah, like they've been doing it because we're watching like the tenth season, I think, because there's three seasons on BritBox. Yeah. It's fucking great, but this it's so polished. Yeah. yeah. And there's ones where it's you can see the patterns now. It's like towards the end of the show, it's going to be one of the captains yeah. that gets a lie yeah. and it's going to be ridiculous. Yeah. yeah, and I'll have to try to justify. And they'll move and it's just and Lee Mack just does I mean yeah. so sharp and stuff. Yeah. And it's so dumb and ridiculous, but it doesn't matter cuz everyone's pissing themselves off. Everyone, yeah. Which is the thing of That's the show. That's the point of the it's show. It's yeah. comedy. It doesn't matter if they're lying yeah. or telling yeah. the Which truth. I think That's is the where thing. the Australian people went wrong from what I'm hearing. Yeah, right. they wow, they, they, they were so they, determined to win yeah. right. and not get caught out in it's a lie. Not the point. That they were telling they were telling like the truth like it was the truth right. and not leaning into the absurdity of a lie or, or anything like that. But it's also dependent on the researchers or whoever comes up with the yeah. things that the weird things that people have done in real life yeah. that could be a and lie. And what they're yeah. willing to Sounds admit more to. Like yeah, yeah. A lie yeah. Than the truth. And so yeah, so the Australian one it, it, it was underwhelming. There were yeah. it had moments um and it, but it was just a bit underwhelming because Aww. I think they got the tone just a bit wrong. Yeah, right. Get, do a tone check. Yeah. Australian tone television. Check, Australia. Do a tone check. <laughs> Um, look, since we last uh, podcasted, I, I finished my time in, in Sweden. Halfway around yeah. the world, had a lovely time in, yes, in my final time. days in Sweden, just traveling around. I went to the um, to the sort of uh, the islands of mm-hmm. the um, off the coast, off the, coast the, uh, the archipelago, the southern archipelago islands. Nice. Um, you had to catch a ferry over there and oh. wander around. They're, they're car free. The islands, the, oh really? The, the southern islands are car free, but it, it's like a loophole. It's like they've just they famously, they're very proud of the fact that they're car free, but golf it means they've got everywhere. golf carts yeah. <laughs> everywhere. Like every, like you, you, you get off the ferry and there's just like a row of golf carts like you can scooters, hire. Like to the scooters here. Like yeah. You just hire a scooter. And yeah. So ride. yeah. So they've kind of got a loophole and some of the golf carts just look like cars. I'm like, that's, <laughs> right. that's on the edge of being a car. That's pimped out to the max. Right. But the islands were beautiful. It was a nice kind of, there was a misty, you know, oh. uh, occasional rain mm-hmm. and just had my headphones going with oh. my, with my, um, Melancholy music Excellent. and just what was the loving life. I started listening Novo, to Novo. Novo Amor was yeah, my Novo Amor, yeah. was my Swedish uh, music that I stumbled onto. He's got he's got a uh, three uh, perfect melancholy albums mm-hmm. that I listen to. His latest one I think is more just instrumental, which I, I didn't give it much time. Oh, yeah. um, but his three previous ones, uh, yeah, just, I was just perfect. Up- uh, Melancholy but upbeat, uh, bon esque Yeah, cool. yeah, very um, Bonnevere. I was listening to him after you mentioned him last podcast, or pro- I'm not sure it was on air or off air. But I, I, um, I was wandering around Newtown for a week. Uh, <laughs> I didn't uh, when I was in Sydney. I was in Newtown, 
did not leave Newtown for a week, just wandered up and down the strip there, went to vintage stores, cafes, book, uh, second-hand bookstores, where's, and I was never able to. in compared to the centre of the uh, city? It's probably just south southwest, but not far out. Like, it goes yeah. city, kind of Redfern, Newtown. Like, mm. it's it's only a couple of suburbs out. So it's like a it's like a Paran kind of Brunswicky yeah. kind of area. Nice. Okay. Uh, it's, it's quite close to the city, mm. and you could probably walk it with ease mm. over for an hour, hour and a yeah. half. And how did Nova um, Amor treat? You in Great, yeah. because it was rainy and melancholy yeah. in Sydney too. <laughs> Perfect. Sydney just did not turn on great weather. Like really? it was, it was, and it would Sydney dump rain. Like it would be like, uh, I'm going to rain. I'm going to rain. Like yeah. it would like just last night here. Yeah. Oh was crazy. yeah. Like bam. Kapowski. Uh, I woke yeah, up and really I'm like, what the it. fuck is that sound? It sounds like a plane. Mm. And I was like, hang on, that's rain. Yeah. That's no plane. It's, plane rain. <laughs> it's rain. <laughs> that's insane. What? <laughs> In my membrane. <laughs> um, and so I was, I, so I flew out on Friday. So I, um, yep. now, uh, Listeners may remember I had I had two points of anxiety that yes. were troubling me mm. leading into my into my travels home. The first one was that my tight turnaround, a tight turnaround mm. in Helsinki Airport. I had less than an hour between landing and, and taking off. Yes, um, which is for me, I like a good two hour buffer, yeah. like just for wriggle room to cover any you know mistakes that yeah. ha- that happen, and mm. so that I'm not rushed. And so under an hour, it was like fifty five minutes or so. Um, it, you know, I don't like it. Yeah. Um, so I thought I'll get to the I'll get to Gothenburg Airport early so I can make sure I have a chat to the people and see how they feel about it. Yeah. If they feel like something, you know, oh, that's ridiculous, you'll never make it. Yeah. Yeah. Or if how the, yeah, or what the contingency are are if I don't make it. Get some directions. Yeah. I just wanted to talk it through with someone who was in the know. Yeah. So I get to Gothenburg and I get up to the check-in counter and I talk to the guy and I'm like, look, I'm a bit worried about this, this turnaround. It's 55 minutes. Do you reckon that's enough time? And he could not have been more Bullishly optimistic. Oh, <laughs> good, good. He was he was like fifty five minutes is the perfect amount of time. Oh, really? He's like you've got like this because I was there like maybe two two hours before like yeah, three yeah, hours yeah. before or whatever yeah, yeah. the flight. He's like this wait you've got now terrible like that's too long. Right. This Helsing's going to be perfect. Like you've got enough time to get there. Like it's the perfect gap between flights. He was so excited it filled me with a sense of a, I was like well I'm relaxed now. Yeah. Was it different buildings or same Sa- kind of ter- yeah same same terminal yeah so yeah. but I, I remember being there it took me quite a while to walk when I w- w- my last changeover yeah and then I had to catch a you know, you, you checked in and you went, and then you had to get on a bus to the thing. So I was worried yeah. about having oh. to get on a bus and stuff. And yeah, yeah. but he was so optimistic. I was like, "Well, I'm relaxed." Now. Yeah. Okay. And indeed, when I got to um, Helsinki, his yeah. optimism was well founded. Yeah. It was. It was the perfect. It was the perfect amount of time. I. I mean, I strode out. Yeah. You know, I was on the travelators, um, and I got from from where I had to be to where I was going, uh, and and no sweat. It was he was absolutely right. Wow. I had no cause for concern. Um and so then I flew from Helsinki to Singapore and that my next cause of anxiety of course was that my final leg of my trip was with Jetstar. That's right. Uh which right. was I mean if anyone follows any news and has had any experience with Jetstar they is s- cause for concern. They suck. Um and any trouble we've ever had on flights it's Jetstar. It's Jetstar. Yeah. Um so I was not comfortable or confident that this was going to work out i'm i'm predicting you know in my mind i'm already going there's going to be delays there's yeah. going to be setbacks it's going to be horrible uh, so and i only had a few, you know i had a good two and a half three hours at the singapore airport before i had to um fly out yeah um not long enough for a lounge so i just posted up at a bar had a drink and i was nice. relaxed then i got there and i must say uh i couldn't have been more wrong 
about Jetstar. They they were very efficient yep. in getting us all on the plane without <coughs> delay. There was no it was like like clockwork. Yeah. Wow. Uh, and I'm going through gates. And I'm, I'm each step of the way. I'm expecting to be to be thwarted. I'm like Jetstar's gonna fuck me. Uh, but no. <laughs> I get there, time through the through the gates onto the plane. I'm like, ah, but I'm on the plane now. Um, yeah, we hasn't taken off. No, no, I'm like, I bet, yeah. but I'm like, I bet the entertainment shit. Right. Um, and so then I look at the screen and I look up the menu. They had the best <laughs> entertainment options of all the flights I'd had so far. Ooh. I'm like, this is fucking crazy well, shit. Jetstar Jet is Qantas, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, it's just their cheaper version. Yeah. So you yeah. imagine on international stuff, you're getting. Yeah. It's just like they pulled the Qantas badge off and stuck yeah. a Jetstar badge on, maybe. Um. So I'm 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 starting to relax. So you know, I've got my thing there. Uh, and as, as we're taxiing out to the runway, I. I'm so I'm so content that I I doze off into a, a relaxed slumber, uh, content with my my entertainment options and that we got through. Uh, and so I sleep for about twenty minutes and I wake up and I'm like, oh fuck, I've been I had my movie going, um, right. so I'm trying to sort out getting my movie back. <laughs> back. And as I'm yeah. as I'm sorting that, out, I suddenly realise we're still on the runway. Oh no! I'm like twenty minutes. That seems like like we were heading out to the runway. Yeah. I, thought, I thought we would be in the air by now. Yeah. And then I'm like, fucking Jetstar. <laughs> Uh, but I'm like, uh, it's probably just like it's a big airport. Yeah, they've got to wait their time. But then, an announcement over the you got to get off the plane. The announcement over the no. thing. The captain, the captain Sorry, comes onto everyone. the airways and he's like, apologies for the delay. We've got an issue with the emergency lighting. We have to go back to the gate. Oh no! I'm like, that is Shit. bad. That I'm is like, this is classic Jetstar with the emergency lighting. Yeah, the emergency light. And then I do notice there's a, like a flicker, as if the like the 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 lighting like the in the cabin, know, like the, it's kind of flickering on oh, and off, right. um, uh, and I'm, like it's rebooting and coming up, but not not working. Right. I don't want to fuck like, with electrics on a plane. The hamster <laughs> on a wheel is just like <laughs> oh god, I got COVID. So then we head back to the gate, and oh, I'm um, no. and I'm disembark. Well, I'm like, what's going to happen now? And he's like, so everyone, he's going to, they make another announcement. Yes, we're all going to have to get off the plane. Oh, and I'm like, this is bad news. And, it, so and it's at this stage, uh, he makes a few announcements because it takes a while for the sky bridge to come over, obviously, right. an unexpected return yeah, to the gate. Yeah. It takes yeah. a little bit of logistics. And so there's a few announcements. And uh, over the course of the announcements, I realize there's a phrase that's popping up that does not inspire hope in me. And that is, he started to refer to this as being a significant delay. Oh, uh. <laughs> He's like, we're in, this is going to be a significant delay we to sort to out this electrical issue. I'm like, that is not good. Um, yeah. So we, we get off the plane. Yeah. Uh, and the um, problem with the delay is you can't, unless you know you for know. certain, you can't just go off to a lounge or something. You're going to hang around. Yeah. Um, uh, and this is where I make my first uh, of a series of, of poor, poor decisions <laughs> um, where I get off the plane and fail to check if I've got my boarding pass with me. Oh, oh no. God. Spoiler alert, I do not. It's in my yeah, seat. It's, I've, put, I've just popped it in the seat pocket, yeah. which I never do. I always I always just pop it back in my passport. You didn't have it on your phone? No, because, oh. uh, yeah, you had to check in. Because it, it was Jetstar, it was one of those ones where I couldn't, because it was organised through Finnair. Right. When I checked in, I could check in for Finnair, but you have oh, to check okay. in in person for the right, right. one that's done by the separate thing. Yep. It was also a case where I couldn't change my seat, so I was stuck in a middle seat oh. for my final flight. But the people next to me were n- normal sized people yeah, and, yeah. And, and fine. Right. <laughs> right. Uh, so the middle seat was okay. okay. But um, no, I didn't have a mobile boarding pass right, right, right. and right. I left my boarding pass in the thing, which isn't, uh. isn't a terrible, terrible thing. It just makes my life a little more difficult. Yeah. We get off the plane. We're in the... Lounge. Uh, the Singapore airport's set up so that the there's a security like the 
X-ray stuff is part of the the gate. Yeah. So you don't oh, okay. you don't all go through one big one at the start of yeah. the yeah, gating yeah. thing. It's Each gate bad. has its own thing. Yeah. So, um, so so everyone has to get rid of their bottles at the gate. Yeah, like everyone. Yeah. They sell you bottles of stuff at the airport and you're like, sweet, I'll take my water bottle on the plane. I'll just buy one for the plane. And you get there and I'm like, throw that out. Um, So then we're sitting there and they're sort of like, it's going to be at least 45 minutes uh, until we're back on the plane. And I'm like, it's going to be longer than that, surely. Um, But I'm like, I'm going to go grab it. You know, I'm going to head out. Um, So I go up to the front thing and I'm like, oh, I'm going to go out, but I don't have my boarding. I realized by now I don't have my boarding pass because I've looked for it. Yeah. Um, I'm like, I left my boarding pass on the plane. Um, I know my seat number and he's like, oh, no worries. So he writes the seat number and my name down and, and I go through. But then I go through the security bit as well. Right. Uh, and they're just letting people through because they, they understand what's going on. Uh, and I go out and get a drink. And then getting back into the uh, you know, 20 minutes, I come back. And of course, they want to see my boarding pass oh. at security. Oh, no. Um, and I'm like, I don't You've have it. a bit of paper and, with some handwriting. And they're, like, they're like all like, what? I'm like, I left it on the plane. I'm like, so they take my passport. They go and talk to the people that I talked yeah. to to get out. Oh my God. Takes about 10 minutes, but I, I, I get through yeah. and we're back in there. Okay. We're all in the lounge. We're waiting. Uh, and then as we're all in the lounge, there's little pockets of suddenly, little pockets of hubbub. Oh, good hubbub? Well, I can't you tell. Can't tell. Like, you can just, you can just notice hubbub. little yeah. ripples. Right. Little, I'm like, what's going on? Little ripples right. of hubbub. Right. I'm like, oh, you I'm can just see them popping up. At, at what point did you like to take your headphones <laughs> off? Because you would have had your headphones in just going, yeah. you're like, I want to listen to this hubbub. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, I think I had, uh, I, I did not have my headphones right, right. going at that time because I wanted to be aware of yeah. uh, announcements and things yeah. like that. So hubbub. Um, so I'm listening, noticing pockets of hubbub. And so people are sort of meerkatting around. Uh, and then next to us, what the, what's causing the hubbub is people are getting text messages from Jetstar. Oh, no. <laughs> and one of them oh, appears no. near us and there's a hubbub. Oh, Flight cancelled. Oh. <laughs> Flight cancelled. Hubbub, oh. hubbub. And I'm like, fucking typical. And so as these little hubbubs are appearing, uh, the Jetstar people get on the thing because they realise the cat's out of the bag. Yeah. We can't keep saying half yeah. hour delay. Yeah. People know what's going on. The technology is ahead of us. So they make an announcement, as, as some of you may already be aware, Unfortunately, the flight is cancelled. You'll now be flying out tomorrow what? at 10 p.m. What? It's, it's now midnight. It's midnight. Right. So 22 hours from now, we're flying out. So, oh, Jesus. <laughs> so they, did they give you some vouchers? And- well, no, they didn't give us vouchers, but they said to us, normally we reimburse $150 for hotels uh, and we'll pay for you and pay for your uh, taxis. But because it's, you know, it's the middle of the night, blah, blah, blah. $800 you've got to spend on a hotel. Oh, go, what? go out, enjoy yourselves, uh, and uh, $800 per person. I'm Jesus. like, all right. Um, $800 Australian? Uh, well, I don't know. All right. <laughs> um, so I'm like, fair enough. That's all right. So I'm like, oh, wait. Um, when I was exploring the airport earlier in my little my, my stopover, I saw a transit hotel as part of the airport. I'm like, that's a good, a good place to check. For starters, so I I just I'm like got my stuff. I'm like I'm out of here. <laughs> I'm gone. Uh, I go to the transit hotel. I'm like, um, oh, have you guys got any rooms? They're like, we are full up. Damn it! I'm like, god damn it! That would have been so easy because it was like a 15 minute walk to get yeah. there. I'm ahead of the I'm ahead of the curve. Yeah. Um, but they're full up. Um, and then I make the next of my foolish uh mistakes, poor choices, uh, where I at midnight. In a, yeah, it's it's now yeah, it's it's about twelve thirty. And so what does that mean for you? Like it's twelve thirty Singaporean time. Yeah. But you're I don't, like I, I don't all know. Akimbo uh, yeah, I don't know what time. Yeah. It's not it's not that different, I don't think. Um, um but so I'm 
Um, so, so my next poor choice was uh, um, in a rush of optimism. I'm like, well, fuck it. I'm going to go out into the Singapore night and find a hotel. Oh, God. <laughs> in a rush of foolish middle of the night optimism. Midnight. I'm like, fuck it. So this means I've got to go through customs, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm entering Singapore proper, uh, which I do. I go through all the admin, takes another 40 minutes. Oh, uh, to get were there th- options within the airport still outside that? I wish I'd checked, Carl, but no, I did not. Uh, I went to that one transit hotel and I went, well, that's full, fuck it. There's going to be no luck here. I'm out into the night. Uh, so then I head to a taxi rank. Still no plan. I'm just like, oh, I'll sort something Take out. Take to a hotel. Um, yeah. Uh, so, uh, but I start Googling hotel options. Right. Uh, but, but, but the taxi rank, I'm like, I'll have time while I'm waiting for a taxi. But the taxi rank's, whoa, Boom. it's efficient. It's flying. Right. Singapore knows what yeah, it's doing yeah. taxi-wise. Yeah. Uh, and so they, uh, I'm in the taxi before I've made any plans. I'm like, so I just say to the taxi guy, Oh, can you just take me somewhere where there's like hotels and stuff? <laughs> Unfortunately, um, and no shame on him, he's 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 got enough English to get passengers who know where they want to go to where they need to go. He's not so ready for someone who's got no plan. You're taking a Sentosa or somewhere like that. <laughs> uh, so he so our communication is not ideal. Like yeah. uh, there's oh. a barrier. Like we're not we're not able to communicate. He gets the sense that I'm, I'm going. To, that I want to go to a hotel, but I don't know which one. Yeah. Do you get eight hundred? You don't get eight hundred bucks regardless, do you? No, it's no, no, just no, no, no. They'll reimburse up to eight hundred dollars. So you have to have that eight hundred. Yeah, yeah, to yeah, spend yeah, yeah. Reimburse yeah. is the key. Yeah. Um. So then I'm googling uh, hotels. Uh. Now what I I'm thinking, oh, it's the middle of the night. I need somewhere that's going to have twenty four hour check in. Yeah. Plus room. <laughs> uh. So I'm thinking it's got to be a biggish. Yeah. A biggish proper hotel. As I'm googling hotels, the biggish ones. Two and a half thousand a night. Oh, two and a half thousand a night. Uh, the more affordable ones are like five hundred dollars. Right. Um, and I, I call a couple of those in the back. Uh, they're not answering. They don't have twenty four hour. Right. Uh, so I'm like, fuck. This is. I'm, I'm not going to spend. I'm not going to be out of pocket a thousand, you know, thousands yeah. of dollars. That's no fun for me. Uh, the the taxi guy is. Seems like he's suggesting Hotel F one or something as a right. as an option. I'm googling that. Can't find it. If that's not what he was telling me. What the taxi man has been trying to tell me uh, is not go to Hotel F1. He's saying there are no fucking hotels because the Formula One is in town this oh, weekend. No. <laughs> the whole city's full of Formula One enthusiasts. He's trying oh. to tell me this. He's saying F1 oh, this, F1, F1 oh, that. No. I'm Googling F1 hotels. I'm like, I, can't, I don't know what you're talking about. That's why probably why things are really, I mean, they could be more expensive yeah. as well. Yeah. So the oh, city's full. Uh, there's no hotels. <laughs> the ones that are there are ridiculously price gouged. You were sitting... <laughs> On the plane, oh, ready to go. <laughs> so I, I realize my heart sinks. I'm like, this is a fool's errand. I don't want to be wandering the streets of Singapore. I'm yeah. like, you know what was a nice place that I understood? The airport. Yeah. So I say to the taxi guy, mate, I think, just turn it around. <laughs> Take me back. Yeah, it's been 15 minutes now. <laughs> so half an hour all round trip. Fucking hell. He's stoked. He's, because he's, I think he's starting to worry about me. Like he's right. like, right. fuck, this guy's just going to be wandering the streets. Yeah. He's making yeah. poor decisions. Yeah. He says to me, good choice. He's <laughs> like, this is, I think you're going to be a lot happier. <laughs> this is, so he, he drops me back at the airport. He's very happy for me. Yeah. I'm back there. Uh, but sadly, my dream of being in, my, in the nice, happy airport that I know and love. Yeah. Uh, I, so as I walk in there, I realize I'm no longer in the inner sanctum of the airport no. that ah, I know and love. You need where to all check the, in again. Where all the world is at your feet uh, and all the, all the stuff and that you're loving. Yeah. I'm in the check-in part. 
I don't have my boarding pass. Oh, God. And it's the middle of the night. You can't Jetstar, print it out another one. Nothing's, right nothing's open and the machines won't let you check into your flight until 12 hours before the flight. <laughs> That's not till 10 o'clock in the morning. It's, it's, now, it's now about 1.30 in the morning. Oh, shit. <laughs> 1.30 in the morning. And I'm like, I'm stuck in the, check, in the dinky pseudo airport yeah. where they don't give you the full experience. Yeah. Uh, you can, you're only got access to a little bit of stuff. The cold, harsh part of the, the airport. The cold, harsh... <laughs> Yeah, you know, wow. yeah, the industrial part of yeah, the airport. Yeah, purely transactional yep. part of the airport. There's a few things, but it's not the cornucopia of options yep. that I was expecting when I returned no, to the airport. No showers there. No, um, I do see there's a like a like a dumpling place um, <laughs> called Heavenly Wang. <laughs> so I make one of my first good decisions in a while. Go to Heavenly I go and get Wang. a Luxa. From yeah. Heavenly Wang. Nice. Delicious. Excellent. 2 a.m. Luxa. It's 2 a.m. I'm sucking into a Luxa and but it's delicious. I'm like, well, at least this Luxa was good because I was half expecting it to be a shit Luxa. Yeah. But it's also when you when you enter an international airport, like the outside time doesn't apply. So no. it is, you can get food at three o'clock. Yeah, in the no, it does sort of. It's like really? some stuff was open, oh. most stuff was closed. Oh. Yeah, because there was a lot. Because then I went, I, I thought, I've got to explore what my options are because right. I'm here for at least another eight hours, I'm, I'm supposing, in this part of the airport yeah. before I can get through into the good bit. Oh, uh, so I wander up. There's an upstairs bit where there's more food stuff. Most of it's closed. There's a Burger King open. Fucking yeah. good, that does me. <laughs> uh, but I'm full of laxa now, so I'm yeah. not yeah, hungry. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then there, I notice as I walk through, there's a big hall with like massage chairs and stuff oh. and chairs. I'm like, oh, this is, and I can see some people have already posted up on the floor. Yeah. Right. Um, there this are people here are passing time yeah. in these things. Did and you recognize I, any? Oh, no, no, no. No one would have left the air. No, people didn't make idiot decisions like <laughs> me. Um, <laughs> and so then, and I, I noticed through this hall, there's another hall and the, the lights in this hall have been dimmed. Oh. Like it's got a dimmish light. I'm like, it's almost like they're tacitly encouraging us just, to get a little shower. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I noticed this one has a lot more people sort of just lying around, yeah. relaxing, spread out on chairs that, you know, they've had to yeah. you, contort yeah. themselves yeah. around yeah. the armrests and stuff. <laughs> God. Um, there's people in the other lounge, there's people sleeping in the massage chairs, ah. which, which they've set up to every 10 minutes or so say, you haven't paid for this massage chair. Oh, Please God. don't stay in this massage chair. So there's this constant stream. <laughs> but in this other hall, it's a lot more quiet and, and dim light. So I, I find myself a little bit of hard concrete <laughs> and, I, and I cuddle my bags and I lie down and I uncomfortably doze for about three hours. I get yeah. from about, it's three o'clock in the morning now. I get from about three o'clock after my, all my wanderings around, I get from about three o'clock in the morning to six o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Uh, and I'm like, well, that's uh, and and from then my body's, you know, I'm in pain. Yeah. I'm like this. Yeah. I've got as much comfort from this floor as I'm going to get. Yeah. So I get back to my wandering, uh, and I get down. And I'm like, oh, let's see if anything's open. Maybe Jetstar's got a counter open now. And um, I get down there and I see they do have like a 7:30 flight. So I'm like, it's about six six thirty now. Um, maybe that they should have someone around. And I do. I see a Jetstar person. Yeah. I go straight up to them. I'm like, here's my situation. I'm. I've just been sleeping on the concrete floor. <laughs> Jetstar cancelled their flight. You know, you know what it's like. You work for Jetstar. You, you understand. I was on that flight that was going to Melbourne, and they cancelled it. Help a brother out. And I'm like, I, and I don't have a board. I don't have a boarding pass. I just want to get back into the airport. Oh god. Um, and to his credit, this guy's like, Bam. this way, sir. Right. Uh, they sort me out. They check me into the flight. Yeah. Uh, no worries. So I uh, get finally. It's seven o'clock in the morning now, and I'm I'm back. 
I'm back in the sweet confines of the airport. But you're still not taking. You're still not. It's 15 more hours. I've got a long time to kill. Oh my god! And um, you know, the three-hour doze on the concrete floor has done me no good. Mental, mental-wise, I'm, I'm, I'm stretched. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm very stretched. Um, so then I go. I'm like, there's now's the time to look for these pay, pay loungers. Yeah. Because at least then I what I need is a shower, get a feed, yeah. a shower, some food, yeah. a relax. So I go out to a lounge and I'm like, uh, "Do you, can you pay to come in?" Like, "Yeah, but we're full." Because every prick and his dogs in there, yeah, I can yeah. see in there, it's like a it's a whole ecosystem. People are stretched out, so <laughs> it's like Fuck. huddled together, trying to get some comfort. Yeah, everyone who's been on a Jetstar flight that's cancelled is gathered together. Yeah. They, um, they run out of tiny sausages, and I'm like, oh. <laughs> Is there any way I can just come in and have a shower? And they're like, oh, if you just want a shower, head over to Terminal 2. Right. Uh, I'm like, all right. So I'll go to Terminal, I'll go to terminal 2. I go there. Oh, if only I'd known about Terminal 2. Oh, earlier. really? I go no. to Terminal 2 and there's all oh, there's there's a whole other transit hotel that I could have checked. Oh, there's God. A, so I go to I go there. <laughs> I find the transit hotel and I'm like, uh, first of all, I go to the, the lounge there that's got the showers. They're full as well. I'm like, <sighs> fuck this shit. But next to them is the, is the other transit hotel. Yeah. I go in there and I'm like, is there any room here? And they're like, nah, we're full. <sighs> and I'm like, oh, when is the next? I'm like, I finally think to ask, when when is the next opening? Because they're probably thinking you're here for three hours. Yeah. There's, there's no right. room for the next three hours. I'm like, I'm here for 15 hours. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm like, when's the next opening? They're like, oh, there's no vacancies until 10.30 in the morning. I'm like, that's Wait, like three hours from now. Right. I'm like, fucking book me in. <laughs> I'm like, well, I can kill the rest of the day. Uh, Was there the possibility that if you'd asked that at the first um, one? 100%. <laughs> if, uh, if, at that first, if at that first hotel I just said, when's the next vacancy? They, they would have said, oh, not, not for four hours. Yeah, I would have yeah, been yeah. like, four hours is fine. Yeah. Um, Shit. Uh, so, yes, I regret not even thinking. So, if you are ever in this situation, listeners, yeah. and you go to a transit hotel and you have a decent time to kill, do check when their vac- vacancies yeah, are because yeah, yeah. there's probably one coming up because they sort of sell it in six-hour blocks. Yeah, yeah. right. Uh, you can sort of pay for six hours or you can add yeah. m- more. I had $800 to spend. I, I could have yeah. stayed the whole night there. Yeah. Um, so I, I pay for, um, I think, nine hours in, yeah. in the hotel. I go in there. Beautiful hotel room showers. Yeah. Really? It's lovely. Did you watch the Grand Prix? No. No, I had a snooze. Yeah. <laughs> had a snooze a or a sleep? I had a nice deep sleep. I, was, yeah. I slept for about, I gave myself four hours because I also was like, uh, you know, I don't want to get too much sleep now because I figured out time difference wise. Oh, yeah, okay. Like uh, it would fuck me jet, jet yeah, lag wise yeah, if I yeah. got too much sleep. Yeah. So I gave myself a good four hour sleep and then I just sort of relaxed and I had two showers while I was there. Yeah. Did you shower. have a TV in the room and yeah, stuff like that you could just chill out? Yeah, and... Wi-Fi. Oh, sweet. So oh. it finally came oh. good. But I'm also hanging over my head is the thought that I'm once again relying on Jetstar <laughs> to get me home. This is the, like the same thing could fucking happen again. Yeah. Uh, but obviously I'm here, so it didn't. Uh, yeah. Um, but it did. When we got there, we all... Got back to the gate. What I will say is that trauma creates bonds. Oh, yeah. for sure. Brings people together. The, yeah. The sense of community in that gate. There yeah. was conversations happening. People had obviously um, what had a you? chat what the night before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where did you end up? How was your night? Friendly conversations, a sense of camaraderie. Yeah. Like that trauma bonds. Like, you know, it's like boot camp, you yeah. know. Um, so yeah. I, I, I did notice that sense of community had been built uh, in a way that would not have happened if we'd just flown home. Um, so I. 
maybe there's something to that. Mm-hmm. Maybe Jetstar are doing a community service <laughs> by, by, by creating more of a sense of bond between when, strangers. When they say bringing Australians together, yeah. they don't mean by flying them from one place to another. No. <laughs> um, but I will say there was an hour delay uh, before we flew. Right. Before we flew out. And everyone's like, everyone's like scratching the walls. Yeah. And. Um, when we got onto the plane, it took them ages to shut the door. Right. Uh, and everyone's oh, just getting no. real nervous. Uh, and they was eventually it the same? Was it a different plane? Or I, they'd fix that plane? Like, was your boarding pass still there? No, or? my boarding pass was not in there, but I couldn't say if it was the same plane. They, could have they also, may have cleaned, they could have cleaned it, yeah. it as well, yeah. Um, but when they finally shut the door, some people gave a round of applause. And it, <laughs> most of the plane was like, don't fucking clap yet. We're not yeah, in the yeah. sky. <laughs> we got this far before, idiots. Uh, but when we when we finally took off, there was a resounding round of applause for nice. the entire plane as we were just so fucking relieved oh. to be out of Singapore. Um, so, look, I went through a roller coaster with this Jetstar. This flight has been diverted to Darwin. <laughs> I know. I, I wasn't 100% confident. But it all worked yeah. out all right. It was a roller coaster. I went from being anxious about Jetstar to being full of, um, you know, yeah. regret that I ever doubted Jetstar to being absolutely gutted at Jetstar. Uh, oh. And now it's just like, Jetstar, you really, you're reliable yeah. in how unreliable you are. Yeah. And, and since I've been home, uh, now Jetstar is, every day I'm hearing news about Jetstar canceling yeah, yeah. flights. Jetstar's fucked. Jetstar, I'm just like, they're just getting worse and worse. But there's not that many... There's a lot less flies happening in the world now as well, isn't there? Like, you reckon they just have their good planes? <laughs> You'd think <laughs> like, so. Oh, hey, let's use our good planes. <laughs> yeah. Let's keep these shit planes. But I'm also like- any good planes. Part of me it's was just like- reject Qantas planes. Yeah. I had a bit of a conspiracy theory because when we had a delay with Jetstar when we were together- Yeah, that was uh, from in Perth. Perth. Yeah. yeah. I feel like they've got some standard things to say- so that that aren't true. So yep. when when we had a delay, we hadn't boarded yet. Yeah. And so the the story was that there was a catering issue. So there right. was a, yes. A, uh, so yeah. I feel right. like they. Well, I feel like what they've got is stories that are uh, believable. Yeah. That could be the airport's fault. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. But also don't call into question the your safety so much. Yeah. Like sure. they don't put doubt in the in the plane overall. Yeah. Like like that. Oh, we like, fell off. Yeah. It's not like oh the engine blew up yeah, or anything yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. Like okay. So, but they're always like fairly non committal reasons why or, or non-dangerous uh, that don't cause too much worry but you're like oh fair enough or whatever. Yeah. I guess that's a rule and it's time as well like it would always yeah. be like for that one for us it was like uh, like a 30 minutes delay yeah yeah and at a certain point it was like you just keep saying 30 minutes yes and that's the yeah. time frame it's been four hours which is yeah. what they said in this at, at, at this gate as well they're right. like it's going to be at least 30 minutes I'm like this is, sounds very familiar <laughs> I'm like this is clearly your time frame that is long enough but oh, short enough wow uh, for people's psychology um Oof. Um, and so, yes, yeah, so we had that. Uh, so on this one, they said it was a problem with the emergency lighting. Again, an innocuous problem that doesn't, mm. it's like, oh, it doesn't sound like, it sounds like we could still fly if yeah, we had we're to. Yeah, we not crash into the ocean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, and when they announced that, that's when I noticed the lights were flicking. I'm like, is he just in there <laughs> flicking the lights? They're like, they're like, fuck, one of our engines is about to fall off. We can't tell them that. Yeah, yeah, just yeah. do the flicking flick lights. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. What's, the, what's in the rule book? Oh, yeah, emergency lights. So oh, they don't need off. the rule book. They know. <laughs> they just, go, just yeah. go, you know what to do. And so part of me suspects that that might be the case, that right. it's just oh, protocol. No matter what the issue, it's, an emergency. it's either catering if they haven't boarded the plane or it's emergency lights if you're on the plane. <laughs> Like and that, that if it's catering sense. after two and a half hours, everyone's like, "Fuck, I won't eat on the plane. <laughs> just get me home." You don't even get to fucking eat on the plane. Like, <laughs> so, like, so that, 
let me know if you have been on. Uh, you know, it, do these excuses ring true to other people? Have they yeah. have they experienced the exact same excuse on a plane? Because if so, I think that's that might be the, that might be what it is. So the commonality with all my shitty flying experiences is you, Rick Brown. Oh, thanks. Like almost flying into Melbourne in a storm and the wing almost, the plane going sideways 90 degrees and the wing almost hitting the ground mm, yeah. as we're almost touching down. Um, all your crazy things, mm. your Hamilton experience. Oh, I, I mean, I, that um, ended well. That was an yeah. adventure. This was just like, this wasn't an adventure. This was just like hellish. <laughs> this was like you in hell. Yeah, was, but I made some poor decisions. But like, also, part of it's on me. So much better it was you than me. <laughs> I, I think I would have actually, no, because I wouldn't have had the optimism of like, I'm going to go into the city. I'd just be like, I'm going to sit in this fucking hard chair yeah. for 18 hours. <laughs> um, but also, look, in hindsight, when I... When I had time in my hotel and I was reading through the, the email that Jetstar sent, if I'd st- stuck around in the... What I noticed is a whole bunch of people were stayed in the lounge and were crowded around the counter wanting to talk to the people. Get earlier flights. Um, uh, and I was like, um, I can't be fucked with that because I was like, oh, transit hotel. If I get there quick, yeah. maybe yeah, I'll get sure. in. So I left straight away. But no, what I think those people were doing, there were no earlier flights. There was no... Because right, right. I also checked, is there any... Maybe I could just pay for a fucking f- another flight. Yeah, and I was right. like, no, nah, there's, there's no other ways to get there. Yeah. Um, and, uh, but what Jetstar will do is they will organize, if you ask them, they'll organize a hotel for you. Right. Like oh. they'll, they'll, they'll do the work. Oh. Um, and send you there. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, cause it says clearly in the thing, Jetstar will do that. Um, yeah, right. so I think the people that were sticking around were like, Organize me a hotel, motherfuckers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, not this dickhead. I'll do it myself. <laughs> but also, I'm like, how much luck did they have? Because yeah. sure. the Formula One was in town. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and everything was so expensive, they probably yeah. wouldn't have been able to yeah. Yeah. cover it. Wow. Although, That's like, insane. oh, there's plenty of room in the transit hotel in two hours' time. We've booked well, you all in. <laughs> on the way, uh, I went up to Sydney, no problems. Uh, and uh, when I was booking the flights on the way back, it was like 160 to go up to Sydney. And then to come back, it was like $370 for the flight sitting in Melbourne back. And I'm like, what? Then I realized it was the end of the school holidays, like the last day of the school holidays. And I was like, fuck. And so uh, I was trying to book the same flight as other people so we could travel together. And it was like $370. Uh, on Qantas and Virgin were not much cheaper, like twenty dollars cheaper, maybe. I'm like, that's such a big jump. Mm. I thought I could get up and back for around three hundred bucks, and now the flight back's three hundred bucks. And uh, and I look and I, I look over and on on the on the page there's a Rex flight. Uh-oh. Oh God! And no. I'm like, Rex? Maybe I could do a Rex now. For context, the last time I I made this decision. <laughs> I landed four times between Melbourne and Sydney. I was going <laughs> to say with Brett, it's a propeller plane. You yeah. have to refuel like 10 times. Yeah, it's like last time I made this choice, I landed, uh, yeah, or it went down the coast. <laughs> it went down the coast. Like, so, uh, yeah, when it landed in like Warrnambool, like, uh, it's like not Warrnambool, um, uh, uh, what's uh, south of Sydney? Fuck, who cares? Yeah. It landed Wollongong. It Wollongong, Venus there it Bay. is. Yeah, it landed Wollongong. It went, it went right around the, the yeah. East Coast. Amazing. And, and uh, it was hilarious. Liam and I went on the flight. We were like, this is heap cheaper. We'll just take this. And uh, and it was hilarious because that was the, the time where we had one flight attendant. She was obviously had enrolled to be a, <laughs> a, a flight attendant on bigger planes. She had hope in her eyes uh, and she couldn't say ask. She'd say ox. Ox. And uh, we heard her say that speech four different times. The first time we heard it, Liam and I went, <laughs> just because of the Peter Serafinovich. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did I ask you? 
And um, and so we giggled the first time, but by the fourth time, we were just like, someone kill us. And, and, and so we got home. So I look at Rex and I, my, my brain is flooding with these memories. And then I'm like, I'll check the plane, right? Oh. I check the plane. It's exactly the same type of plane as the Qantas plane. I'm like, have Rex got jets now? I look, Ooh. and between Sydney and Melbourne, they do. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I log on to the, the click on the Rex thing, and for uh, three hundred bucks, for two eighty, there's a economy seat. For three hundred, there's a business class seat. <laughs> Holy! <laughs> and I'm like, that's still eighty bucks cheaper than Qantas wants to charge me. I'm like, I can save hundred bucks or eighty bucks. Eighty bucks. <laughs> I booked the I booked the seat. Gets me into the Rex Lounge. Hello. Rex have a lounge? Rex have their own <laughs> lounge. They don't share the Qantas Lounge or a Virgin Lounge. I thought maybe they'll just share the Virgin Lounge at the same terminal. Are, are the people wearing Akubas with like corks, bobbing corks? There in was their hats? no one there. Of course there's not. It's fucking Rex. And so, and so I, I walk up to the guy. I didn't even show him my thing. I just walked up and went, I'm Rex is business the honest class. System. And he's like, yeah, mate. And he scans the thing and I walk in. There's one other person in the lounge. <laughs> it's it's maybe half the size of the Virgin Lounge. Like yeah. one other person, I walk in, fridges, top to bottom, filled with beer, sandwiches in the fridge, everything. Oh, no one around to monitor you yeah. at all. Why would they? <laughs> and, uh, and it was right before the NRL grand final. Wow. Uh, and the flight gets delayed a little bit. I'm like, I don't care. <laughs> I'm like, ah. <laughs> Just, and I was drunk before I got to the airport because we did a show at two. And I was traveling at seven. We just went to Mountain Goat Brewery after the show. Right. So before we went to the airport. And um, man, great time. It delayed yeah. half an hour, but I didn't care. It just yeah. meant another beer. Went off, business class seat 1A. Yeah. Uh, I get there. Is they it give like me a Virgin, cheese platter. Is it like Virgin business where it's yeah, just, yeah. A, it's just a, the a two seats? Yeah. Get a slightly bigger yeah, seat. Yeah, there's like uh, four, four seats. So Fuck it's the yeah. same as a Virgin plane. So hot tip. Hot tip, Rex from Melbourne, Sydney, check the plane. Yeah. Do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, yeah. Uh, uh, but if it's a 737, there you go. Fucking do it. Just the lounge. Only one in five planes crashes. I reckon I, I mean, I certainly drank the $20 difference between the economy oh, yeah. and the business sure. class yeah. in, in the waiting. Absolutely. Like, I was just like, yeah, it was it was easy. So, yeah, there, hot tip. Wow. Rex. Rex business class. Shit, I better do a random fact. You got, a, got a cheese platter? Cheese platter. <laughs> uh, look, in... 1983, the head of a woman was found in a peat bog in England. Oh. A man assumed it belonged to his wife, who he had murdered and dumped in the bog in 1961 and made what? a full, full confession. Jesus. The remains were dated and discovered to be uh, 1,750 years old. <laughs> the man was still convicted of his wife's murder. Well, yeah. Well, because yeah. he admitted Because he it. did it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Not her head. No. I was checking. So <laughs> he, uh, <laughs> Suckers. So he found the head. Yeah, no, I think someone, someone found, found the head. Found the head. Oh, I was and say, he yeah. was like, "Oh, I'm, I'm rumbled. I'm Fuck it, I, I've been carrying the burden of this secret for too long. They're going to find out. I'm just going to come forward, right. admit it, and then it's off my chest, and I, you know, let let the consequences fall where they may." Yeah, and then it turns out he could have just shut the fuck up about it. Well, because peat bogs just preserve stuff really yeah. well. Uh, so there's a lesson for everyone who might have committed a murder and um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, wait, don't admit it. Wait Ever. until it's hundred percent certified <laughs> that you've been rumbled. Don't rumble yourself. Don't yeah. rumble yourself. It's just a waste. I and mean, that's I have that tattooed on myself. Yeah. <laughs> don't rumble um, yourself. I've got a spider bite update. Oh, oh yes. Did any eggs come out of your face? I don't know. But there was so it went through these different stages. At one point it had like a little blister. It's raining. Okay. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Chase is taking his earphones off. Like, like, what is that? that sound? It's the sound of rain. Hard rain. Or is it a plane? Is it the plane in Spain? <laughs> where the rain So anyway, yes. Um, 
And so at a certain point, it had a tiny little blister on it. Oh. Like it went through these different stages. I think I said last time we were talking, I had like a couple of sips of beer and it got very, very sore. Yeah. Um, like but apart alcohol. from that, no pain. Yes, yeah, spiders don't like alcohol. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, but earlier this week, I was looking in the mirror and it had this little cap on it. And Uh-oh. I was like, Uh-oh. I reckon I could pull that off. Oh, mate. Oh, no. And so I go into the mirror, like into the bathroom, I'm looking in the Spider mirror. X. And I'm like, I grab it. Oh, no. Like you would like a hair if you're going to pull it. Oh, Jesus. Cobwebs come out. But I pull it really slowly oh. and this long, oh. Oh. goopy black. Oh. I don't know what it was. It wasn't like a thread, but it was was wet and it was gloopy and it was long as I pulled it. It kind of stretched out and then came out. And then I looked on my thumb and as it had come out, it basically disintegrated across my thumb. So there's tiny, tiny little spots everywhere. And I'm like, baby spiders. spiders. It's baby spiders. Anyway, Alexander's got a microscope. So I get my thumb under the microscope and there's a lot of like, I think was dead blood. I don't know. Right. Or spider venom or yeah. something. And then there's tiny little things. And I oh. I couldn't even get the magnification up to see them, but there were just these tiny spots everywhere. Oh my God. Mm. So that was, yeah, that was the thing. Yeah. That was my thing. So I'm not still not 100% Jeez. sure. And then we was like, maybe have you it was got like it all? a spider's. It's still, I've still got it. Like you can yeah. still see it there. There's a little lump, little bump there still. Um, Mira's like, no maybe it was a yet. spider thing. I mean, you know, flow state, but I already had that. <laughs> um, sharp wit. <laughs> Am I right? <laughs> Jester! <laughs> um, yeah, Mira was like, maybe it was like the, the fang of the spider or something yeah. like got stuck in there. Or, and I was like, oh, I don't know. I don't know. It was something. Or it's it could have been, right. I don't know if it was venom, like it's dried right. out venom or something. Yeah. But under the, like this microscope is legit. Like it's really yeah. good. And so they were like, Flat, like like you can see the ridges in my fingerprint yeah, on my yeah. thumb, um, and there were these like just brown flat flecks of stuff, and Ooh. then very small stuff as well. So it might have just been dead blood that just yeah. had just shattered on impact when yeah. I hit my thumb or something, or when I pulled it out. Jeez. But pulling it out, I was like, "What ah. is this? It's wet and blah. And it was kind of like as I pulled it out, it was the thickest near where I was pulling it out, and it was stretching thin. Oh god! And I think as it pulled out and just went pink, I think that's when it went poof. How about this? Would like to apologise if anyone is eating uh, for the last five minutes of this podcast. Yeah, absolutely. Morning. But <laughs> I, I did like in the last podcast we did, which I think was a while ago, not this Tuesday, but the Tuesday before, I think. Yeah. In, the in-person one. Yeah, no, the no, one the... we did on thing. Oh, yeah. I was, I was, un, I was getting unwell during that podcast. Right. Um, and then I was like, "Fuck, was it spider venom? Unwell? Mm, right. Was I sick from the spider? Yeah, maybe. Poor Carl." That's what horrible. An, what an adventure. I mean, sure, it's not like getting not stuck a in Singapore. Singapore. <laughs> it's not Jetstar <laughs> level. Um, yes. So fuck Jetstar. Yeah. But, I mean, yeah. in my defense, I didn't choose Jetstar. No. Finair, Finair rumbled me. Right. Finair just Finair outsourced just me took, took to a, a, into a nightmare. Stop option. Yeah. Um, I, have, I mean, I guess people are going around going, I love Jetstar. Because it's not like we go, you know what? I love Virgin. Mm. I love flying Virgin. Yeah. It's awesome. We don't really say that. I, so. I guess it makes sense. The only stories you hear about Jetstar are the poor stories. Yeah, but I no. don't hear any good stories about Jetstar. No, no one's no ever bad. like fucking so good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and my next uh, challenge is I've got to try to organise my reimbursement for the uh, yes. hotel that I paid, which I haven't started that process yet. I'm yeah. not expecting. How much did that cost? It was like uh, around three hundred, I think, for the nine hours. Right. Um, I was worried. I was worried with Rex because I got a text saying, uh, "Check it now." 
you know, and I pressed the link and it took me to uh, 404. This page does not exist <laughs> for about six hours and then it and then it booted up. But I was, I was oh God, just like, that's... what? What? <laughs> that feels then, confidence. seamless. It was great. Yeah. Great flight. Uh, I, I was a Qantas on the way out because, again, I thought I'd try it. Dave said, we're catching this flight up. Ended up, Dave got the day before because he needed to go up and um, and do a tech rehearsal. And Louisa uh, moved to a couple of days later because she had, had work. So I, I was on Qantas by myself, but I had a seat free next to me, a oh, window seat. It was good. great. Easy, oh, easy travels. Your travel stories are your travel stories are good. I oh, know touch wood. Whenever I hear like whenever Rex Airline is mentioned, I always have this vision that you knock on the cabin door and the, and it opens and the pilot turns around and it's like, is it Shaggy from the Great Race? You know the like. Uh, what's like that dog called? Mutley. Mutley. Yeah. Like Mutley with a little cap on and a little <laughs> thing, and he just turns around and giggles at you, just all the time. Uh, that's the uh, vision I have. It's should, like, that should be their marketing campaign. That's just flying. You're getting flown by a dog. Um, look, here's a flying fact. Oh. Um, the Wiggles, at the peak of their popularity in the late 90s, travelled yeah. in two planes so that if they <laughs> Like the president. Half of the group <laughs> would survive to continue touring. Wow. Can't that's, kill can't that's... kill all the Wiggles at once. That was their that was their thinking. Yeah. That's so shit. Or was it really because they fucking hated each other? Probably. Yeah. Jeff, Jeff would sleep the whole Je- way through. Because <laughs> if they die. If two of them die, they're not going to continue the course. They're not going to bring in the understudies. And con- mm-hmm. Maybe they would. Yeah. Mate. They made a lot of money. Yeah. Were they at their peak in the 90s? Late they were, 90s. I mean, they, 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 it depends on who you ask. I think every generation has their wiggles. Right. Right. Because then they reinvented. They brought Emma Wiggle in. It's a whole generation. Well, yeah. Emma Wiggle was Alexander's. Yeah. Well, he transitioned. And now they've got a he whole. Was, I think Alexander was the transition. Yeah. And now they've got a whole another set of wiggles. Oh, do they? Yeah. Uh, Anthony's still there, but there's a whole yeah, of new. He is. Whole new set of wiggles Let as well. Let it go, Anthony. So it's, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's your Marvel cinematic universe. It's yeah, your Wiggle right. cinematic universe. Right. Look, Astro- the WCU. Asteroid uh, <laughs> J002B3 or 2E3 was discovered 16 years ago. Yeah. Uh, orbiting the Earth. Heading it, right for orbiting the Earth. Yeah. Oh. It turned out to be the third stage of the Apollo 12 rocket, which had come back to Earth orbit after going around the sun for over 30 years. Oh. Wow. So, a little bit of space jump. Yeah. Went around the Whoa. sun, came back, and we're like, what's a fucking asteroid? Nah, it's just our junk. Just. Went around the sun. How there close to the so sun? Much. Was it like burnt and just like, was it just a big chunk of metal yeah, now that it melted? And- yeah. Maybe that's why it looks like an asteroid. Yeah. yeah. Ah. It melted. How'd they figure it out? So many questions. I know. Oh, what a journey. It's so good. Anyone oh, from NASA right. listening to the podcast, please jump on, clarify <laughs> on the Discord. We alienated our NASA listeners long yeah, ago <laughs> with our, with our b- b- tragic grasp of uh, facts and figures. We, uh, this is, apply that to most of our audience. Yeah. <laughs> now, here's, a, here's, here's something. Roller coasters were invented mm. to distract Americans from sin. What? What? In the, in the 1880s, hosiery businessman Lamarcus Thompson Lamarcus. didn't like that Americans were going to places like saloons and brothels right. and oh. created the first roller coaster on Coney Island to persuade them to go there instead. Oh. Just give them options. Wow. It's like, well, what are they going to do? It's They've got the, no other thing, no, nothing else the, to keep them busy. It's the most puritanical way to be scared and, and, yeah. and, and sin. Find God. Yeah. That's, that's kind of, I mean, saloons and gambling and all that sort of mm. stuff. Roller coaster. Yeah. Like, where does that come into his head? A thing that goes up and down and is terrifying. Gamble with people's lives. Like driving through the mountain. Like, I drove through the Pyrenees once and it was horrifying. (laughs) I found my God there. Wow. Um, Um, On Instagram, I 
follow a. Uh, you follow everything. Yeah, I'm you're the things you follow. <laughs> you should have your own Instagram, which is just reposting shit, the shit weird shit you follow. Um, I, I follow a thing called National Coasters, mm. uh, and oh, it okay. is just point of view, like front of the coaster, ah, or point yeah. of view of coasters just around the world and stuff. And then they post all the details, how much it costs, Max G's, all this sort of stuff. Do you watch where that to, instead of going to, to the brothel? It? What's that? You watch that instead of going to the no, brothel? I watch it at the brothel. Oh, at the brothel. Oh, yeah. Of course. Well, I'm course. Should, someone should have built a brothel and a saloon on a roller coaster just to <laughs> fuck that guy. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's just. I think that's Jester. Yeah. yeah. Um, wow. Uh, it's great. I love yeah. it. Check get, it out. Do you get traumatic brain injuries from roller coasters? Yeah, you can. Mm. Not badly, but I mean, but it, you know, you do it enough. Yeah. Enough. Yeah. Hey, yeah. It's always in moderation. That's yeah. what we say about roller coasters. Yeah, yeah. It's a sometimes, it's a sometimes uh, <laughs> food. food. I still, uh, next time I go to America, I've, I've never been on Ameri- an American roller coaster. Wow. Uh, I, I want to, I want to make out Coney a, Island. Oh, uh, yeah, I do. Go do the Coney Island stuff. Is this the original one? Was that yeah. the first roller coaster ever? I don't know. I mean, according to this fact, as like we know, it. our facts are facts. They're facts. up to date. They're not <laughs> 10 years old. <laughs> They're not based on hearsay and conjecture. Yeah. They're facts. They're made up by some six-year-old kid who's <laughs> now 16. Yeah. It's a real deal. Yeah. Uh, um, so, look, we are heading into our 400th episode. It's coming. Yes. It's next week. Next time. Um, and we've got a lot of things on the horizon. The Robbie Ellis has promised. Now, look. Part of me wants to have a crack at the Robbie Ellis because um, he's promised a, a song for yep. our episode yep. um, and we thank him for it. But mm. he has since revealed that it's uh, not a theme song as such. Yep. No. It's not a 400th uh, episode specific no. theme song just for just for us. He, yep. hasn't, he hasn't put his creative muse to work for down the man. sake of uh, the how about this and the thisness. He's, um, he's got an upcoming album release yes. full of classic The Robbie Ellis material and he's going to premiere one of those songs uh, on our 400th episode. So and in many was... ways, he's using us as a, you know, a bit, of, <laughs> bit of advertising. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but I say, I had to think about it and I'm like, as he should. Well, as he, he bloody he's, should. He's given and a lot. That's what, I, that's what I figured. So and much. I was going to be mad at him. I was going to I was going to do a classic uh, me tirade and, and, and have a rant and a rave at the Robbie Ellis, but I just couldn't find it in me because I be instantly was like, it makes, it makes sense. The Robbie Ellis should be spruiking his wares on this podcast that he's given so much to. And it's going to be a good song. Yeah. It's going to be a cracker. You yeah. know how I know it's a good song? You've heard it? I did backing vocals on it. Oh. <laughs> so there's the how about this tie-in. Yeah. Okay, so it all makes sense. Yeah. I spent I, I spent an afternoon. He he hit me up a little while ago. Yeah. He was like, I was wondering if you could do some backing vocals for me. I'm like, anything for you, Robbie Ellis. Yeah. Sent me the track. Uh, sent me some instructions. And uh, I listened and did a whole bunch of backing vocals. Sent him back. He's like, can you try this? Can you try that? He's uh, a task, sent him back master. again. Yes. And, He's uh, like, you're fired. And, uh, and <laughs> can, can you give me Carl's number? And so I, I know the song. I know it very well. Okay. I can sing parts of it for you now, but I don't want to spoil it. No, no spoilers. Uh, I, I, I can tell you this for Sizzle. It's a great song and very, very funny. Oh, good. Oh, good. Uh, so there you go. So I'm looking forward to it. So stay tuned for our 400th episode for the The Robbie Ellis premiere. Yeah. So, yeah, we are coming up to 400 episodes. There uh, is the How About This quiz that we need to organize between now and then. Yes. Oh, how's that going to work? Uh, I we don't, don't know, know yet. We're, we're going to have to is... figure it out. A short quiz is a good quiz. Um, <laughs> yeah. Jacinda, a short quiz. <laughs> just remember that in all things, a short quiz is a good quiz. Uh, this is uh, a, an article from 2017 uh, from NPR. 
Two hundred years ago, the world's first roller coaster debuted in Paris. Wow, that makes sense. Bunch of, so maybe this guy saw. No, well, th- that fact is, oh, it's a lie. It's a nonsense. <laughs> so it was a, it was a uh, not a roller coaster as we know it. Uh, oh, uh, uh, people, uh, no, uh, I mean it's a carriage on tracks, but people had to walk up to the top. Oh fuck that uh, shit! And and go down. Oh, so it wasn't so it mechanized. Wasn't, yeah, it wasn't mechanized. Yeah, the... yeah, yeah. Shit. Um, so when was that? How long ago? Uh, was that was two hundred years ago? Two hundred years in two thousand seventeen. So two hundred and five years ago. So no electricity or anything then. No, that's okay. probably why they they had just, to go up to the yeah, top. Yeah, just they right it to the bottom. Just carted it back up. That with... sounds more dangerous because I feel like it, there's no brakes. Yeah, or anything. <laughs> it's, it's just, just like... like go, ready, go. Imagine being a roller coaster tester in those days. Like, yeah, very short life. Mm-hmm. Rick, you look stunned. No, I'm trying to. I was trying to find out more information about this. Claim from this fact about roller coasters being invented to save Americans from sin, um, but it's just taken me to a YouTube video. Uh, uh, the roller coaster now. was invented to save America from Satan. Right, oh, right. Same. Uh, That's it, yeah. 1884, America's first roller coaster. Mm. Oh, hello. That seemed to be about the timeline that this article mm-hmm. was talking about. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and by article I mean random fact. Some person on the internet wrote <laughs> right. something. Wikipedia says 1885, Philip Hinkle. Is that the guy's name? No, it was Lamarcus. Oh, Lamarcus. Lamarcus. And I know Philip Hinkle introduced the first complete circuit roller coaster okay. with mm. a lift hill. All right. The, gla- the Gravity Pleasure Road. Oh, see, that was- that That's was all the, about sin. Yeah, yeah, that was the pushback to yeah, the Lamarcus yeah, yeah, roller coaster, yeah. which was not a complete circuit. Complete circuits encourage sin. The, uh, the broken, un- uncomplete circuit roller coasters that yep. Lamarcus was famous for- they they discourage sin, and those ones the seats vibrated in just the right way. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I Let's mean, go again. If you ride a wooden roller coaster, that is oh, yeah. that is all vibration all day. Oh, it's mm. sticky pants at the end. Yeah, yeah, that is that is <laughs> sin, got fizzy sin, pants. Sin. <laughs> That's called date sin right there. <laughs> but that meant you didn't have to go to the brothel if you had you know because yeah. you, your pants were so fizzy from the roller yeah. coaster. You're yeah. like, I'm satisfied. You, yeah, you, you really couldn't just do anything with yeah. your penis. But that's after still that. sin though, isn't it? I don't know. If it's just if nature's vibration. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it wasn't me. Yeah. It was just the world. You haven't made the conscious decision to get True. fizzy pants. Yeah. You've just, all you've done is gone on a simple happy ride. Yeah. And happy ride. the coincidental ten, vibrations. Ten times. <laughs> I've given you the fizzy pants. <laughs> um, uh, and you've cancelled your standing appointment at the brothel. Yeah. Nice. My 7pm uh, Sunday night <laughs> appointment at the brothel. Cancelled. Done. Uh, so be sure to come back next week to join us for our 400th episode. Uh, we made it. Uh, uh, of course, it's only just it's only oh, beginning. It's begun. Yeah. Oh yeah, we're not at five hundred. It's two years. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. It's like oh, next is two is five hundred, but mm. it's like two years away. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah or is it? Just beginning. Once, we, once we switch to a daily, we switch to daily. Yeah, yeah. Surely, that's when the sponsorship from four hundred to yeah. five hundred. We just knock it over in a hundred days. Bam. Yeah. <gasps> Should be the hundred day challenge, the hundred day podcast yeah. challenge, because it's easy. What we've learned is it's easy for us to coordinate times where we're all available. <laughs> yeah, we're all together. Hey, we've done this. We've been pretty good getting this podcast out for yeah, once a week. Years. Yeah. Yes, because we can find one time a week normally. <laughs> normally, where the most planets times. align. Maybe once a week we just do five thirty minute podcasts. That's the oh, next. No, that's I mean, that's what that's, 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 that's the dreams. Is that the future? <laughs> that's the future. <laughs> After every random fact is like, all right, tune in next week. <laughs> 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 yeah, we just reduce it to 15, like, 15 minute podcast. Yeah. yeah. We could do that. I mean, Castlets. And we monetize every single Castlets. one of them. <laughs> yeah. 
The Robbie Ellis premieres a song on every, every single 15-minute <laughs> no podcast. Pressure. It's no a 15-minute podcast with 20 minutes of ads. <gasps> so come back and join us for the 400th episode next week. We're stoked. We can't believe it. We can't. We're going to celebrate with, with all sorts of manner of celebration. One beer. One beer <laughs> in the morning. Uh, thank you so much for listening for this long. Come back for four, 400. We'll, we'll talk to you next week. Okay, bye. Ciao, ciao. Cancel my flight, holy doolies. <laughs>